between the life we see and the world we dream, there are stories when they are told. Nightmares become imagination. So please. <laughs> Thomas, you aren't. Hello to the guild. I hope people have their candy handy. Welcome to the Dim Light Anxiety Podcast. My name is Giggles, but I am surprisingly not dressed like a scary clown this year. Maybe next boo years. <laughs> this is my first Halloween with you guys, and I am so excited. Doing this extra episode makes it one of my best Halloweens ever. <laughs> I wrote this piece specifically to scare you guys on one of the spookiest days of the year. I am starting the tradition of every year doing an extra Halloween story. I am so excited. I love Halloween. I mean, you guys have heard me going on about it all month. <laughs> I am sporting a why did you just wake me breakfast at Tiffany's costume with the eye mask and the earplugs <laughs> while watching Pet Cemetery with my scaredy cats hiding from the spooky kids banging at my door. There's nothing for you here. It's okay, kitty. I think we're safe. Don't tell Shadow that I fear the little demons will get me before the night is through. Look at that one. Dressed as Elsa. You don't fool me. I know who you really are. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not really heckling little children on the best holiday of the year. They're all too delicious to scare away. <laughs> outfit is great because most children aren't too young to have seen the movie so they just think they woke me. <laughs> Today's episode is a hat tip to classic Halloween children's horror stories with a little giggles twist. Katie loves Halloween. I mean don't we all? But her brother has to watch her. How can she have any fun now? Submitted for the approval to the Guild with Dim Light Anxiety, I call this story. The Halloween Tale of Tricks and Treats. Chris watched as Katie ripped into her fried chicken attacking it grotesquely with no regards to anyone's appetite around her. Her teeth gripped onto the flesh and pulled as some of the juices sprayed onto her chin and almost caught him in the process. Her smile never breaking, she went in for another bite aggressively, grease mixing in with the sweat beginning to dot on her forehead. God! Can't you eat like a lady, Catherine? Chris recoiled at her sight, putting down his own chicken and pushing it away from him in disgust. She giggled. 
as she overreacted being the flesh-devouring dinosaur she chose to dress as this Halloween. She was never one for pink frilly things. Finally responding with the bite still in her mouth, she retorted, Why don't you just play with your stuffed animals, Christopher Robin? She giggled with more than a hint of evilness. Okay, guys, that's enough. Chris, why don't you put on your costume? This is my costume? That's what you wore all day. I've been pretending to be a good kid all day. It's called method acting. It's called being boring, <laughs> Katie giggled. Here, you'll need something if you're going to take Katie trick-or-treating. What? You said last year I wouldn't have to do it this year. I said we'd talk about it. See, this is us talking about it. And now I've decided you're taking her. Here, take this rope. Now at least you're a dinosaur wrangler. That's pretty cool, right? And who knows? The rope may come in handy with this wild one. <laughs> you better keep a close eye on her. If this one escapes, there's no earning her trust to lure her back. Their dad half warned and half joked. Katie gave a huge roar in response, her wild blonde hair escaping from under the costume as she shook her head to the sky. Chris slumped into his chair, knowing defeat, and aggressively attacked his own chicken while staring directly at Katie. She fake whimpered, and then they both erupted into laughter, teeth thrashing into the bird's carcass all around the table. and the orange eyes of the pumpkins across the street began to flicker as all the pumpkins in the neighborhood start lighting up to signify the start of trick-or-treating. A quiet hush took over the street as the youngest children began to sprinkle onto the pavement. Katie grabbed her burlap sack. Everything else was too small or not what her character would carry, then tugged and dragged her brother out the door. They step outside when a bat bomb dives at Katie's face. She lets out a high-pitched scream of terror. Chris gently moves Katie to him, and the bat dodges her just in time. That's my buddy, Dark Sight. Like, Dark Knight, but he actually quote-unquote, sees a night. <laughs> you get it? Katie just rolled her eyes, but stuck close to his side until they were out of the yard. Dark Sight usually doesn't travel this far after making his home in the backyard. Chris quickly made friends with it, but the bat always seemed to have it out for Katie. Before they got too far away from the house, their mom called out, 
Don't forget, guys, it's a full moon tonight, so make sure you are home before the sun fully sets. You don't know what kind of crazies come out on a night like this. Love you guys. Be safe. Both kids turned bright red through a dismissive wave and took off running before she could embarrass them again. Stopping when they were far enough away, both out of breath, they slumped over with their hands on their knees. It's so lame that I have to trick-or-treat during the daytime. It loses all the danger, Katie roared. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the point. Chris helped adjust her suit before they approached the first house. Door after door, her bag became heavier and heavier, all because of the same response when the residents heard the tiny roar come from such a cute little girl. Well, aren't you the cutest dinosaur ever? Which, of course, made Katie growl or roar, causing blonde curls to bounce out of her hood. That made them swoon even more, much to her dismay. However, she often ended up with more candy than others, so she couldn't complain too much. By the time the candy burlap sack was getting uncomfortable even for Chris to lift. He realized the sun was almost set. Come on, we have to go if we're going to make it back on time. What happened to you to make you lose all that childlike wonder? Come on, just one more house, please. Mom would hate it if you did. Katie gave him a little punch in the arm. He pretended to wince. Mostly pretended. Ouch! Okay, fine. Just one more house. By the time they were finished with the ooing and aahing of that one house, Chris and Katie watched the dusk creep in. Ooh, you're going to get in so much trouble! Chris heard Katie say as if from far away. He was too busy staring at a strange man across the street. He wore a black coat and a black hat with his face covered by shadows, appearing as if he had no face at all. Chris got lost in trying to catch a glimmer of eyes or a flash of teeth, something. Instead, he found himself across the street, He could swear he saw the long finger of this cloaked man gesture right at him. No, he was pointing at something behind Chris. Chris turned around to see Katie had vanished. All that remained was her costume, just slumped in front of the dumpster across the street. He sprinted across the street without even looking to get to where he saw her last, wondering how or Why she climbed out of her costume was the least of his concerns. First, he just had to find her. Glancing around frantically, he approached her outfit. Suddenly, he practically jumped back across the street when something in her costume moved. Heart beating into his ears, his hand reached for the clothing. Despite 
everything in his body yelling at him to run. Before he could even touch it, a possum scurried out and climbed into the trash. Trash started flying everywhere as the full moon rose behind it. His sister did always know how to make a mess of a beautiful scene, but this couldn't be his sister, could it? The possum made eye contact with him, and he knew. Then the creature made a hissing sound and spit trash on him. That only solidified his assumptions. Only his sister was that messy of an eater with an unhealthy appetite for vengeance towards him. The possum went back into the dumpster as a mouse crawled across the brim. Chris watched as little fingers darted at the rat, then both disappeared back into the dumpster. Moments later, a mangled body fell at Chris's feet. Having been raised in the South his whole 12 years, he knew for sure that his sister and possums liked one thing, sugar. And luckily for all of them, he had a bag full of it. Stay here. Don't move. I'll be right back. He rushed home and quickly made a trail from their house to the dumpster Katie claimed. He delicately placed the last piece on the edge and stood at a safe distance so as not to scare her away. He watched as the little hand grabbed the chocolate then disappeared. Next thing he knew, her little possum nose popped up, aggressively sniffing the air as she catches the scent of the next one and cautiously climbs out of the pit of trash. She was doing it. She fell for his trap. He celebrated silently behind a shrub. They were already so late, but there was far more than that to explain now. Getting her home was just the most important goal. Hopefully the rest will just sort itself out. At least that was his hope. He didn't see the lights illuminate the creature as it went for another chocolate in the middle of the road. The possum froze with the chocolate half in its mouth as a truck sped over her. Chris let out a scream, his little heart race as he rushed to his sister. She wasn't moving. He couldn't tell if she was dead or not. She didn't appear to be breathing and she was just letting out the most horrific smell. He picked her up and cradled her body. Tears streamed down his face as he carried her home. He would bury her in the backyard. She would like to be close to the family. His mother will be waiting. She'll know what to do. While sitting over his sister's shallow grave, as a possum roadkill. His mother spies Chris outside the window. She was all rage when she slammed the door to the backyard, 
Where have you? She saw his face and instantly changed her demeanor. What's wrong? She, 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 she turned into a possum. Chris begins, fearing saying it aloud will make it real. Who? Katie? Oh, good. Their mom does a little squeal. I was hoping one of you would get the gene from your father. That's why I said for you to be back before sunset. The full moon triggers it. Where were you, mister? That, that's what I've been trying to say, Chris mumbled, deciding quick was the only way to deliver this news. She got hit by a car and stopped moving, so I carried her home and buried her right there. Okay. Okay. Breathe. It's okay. I was scared the first time I saw your dad change. As far as I know, they cannot die of normal circumstances while in that form. But she smelled awful, Chris insisted. Yeah, possums tend to do that when they're scared. She was just plagued dead. Go inside and grab the extra, extra, extra hot sauce out of the cupboard while I dig up your sister. We will make a hot sauce barrier so she doesn't escape again. But why don't you also add a bunch of Halloween candy so she has a good end to the night? Chris ran inside quickly and made it back out. But he looked at the bottle quizzically while passing it to her mother. Why hot sauce? Chris questioned. Because garlic's more expensive, silly. <laughs> they really just don't like either. What kills them, then? Chris couldn't restrain himself. Now, Christopher, that is not a question a boy of your age should be asking. Nor one, an intelligent parent, like your mother... We'll be telling you until you are much older. Their mom scolded, grabbing the bottle from his hand. Crazy child, wanting to know potentially dangerous things. She mumbled under her breath while handing him the shovel. Now, finish uncovering your sister before she wakes up from her dying spell. Changing into a possum. How's that for a modern-day monster twist? I know sometimes I kind of feel like a trash possum, too. <laughs> what do you think finally kills the creature? I really want your opinion on this. Maybe that will inspire you to write a sequel for next Halloween. I would love to read your scary stories, whether on this topic or any other. You could email them to me at dimlightanxiety at gmail.com. Want to be more active in the guild? All information is up on the website, including social media links, written versions of the stories, pretty much anything that has to do with the guild with Dim Light Anxiety. 
It's up on the website. Oh, and what is the website, you ask? That is the name of the podcast, Dim Light Anxiety, with a .com at the end. That's dimlightanxiety.com. Also, guys, please, if you enjoyed today's episode, give me a, a like, download, follow, review, you know, all these positive things to help get more people into the guild. That way, these writers can get all the attention they deserve. Let's continue on to the last bit of today's story. Hopefully you get more treats than tricks tonight. Like Katie, but unlike Chris. Sitting on the back porch, they wait for Katie to wake up. When all of a sudden, Darkseid, the bat, swoops over her statue's still body. The little possum hand shoots up, catching the bat mid-flight, bringing the wing to her razor-sharp teeth and ripping off a bite. Blood shot across the grass as she chewed on his wing. They continue to watch in horror as the possum turns back into the little girl. But now... She was different somehow, her eyes a little darker, her skin a little lighter, her hair less bright. It could just be the dirt. Yeah, that must be it. She looks up and awkwardly smiles at her family. The bat's blood dripped from her chin. I declare this meeting of the guild with dim light anxiety closed. Have a very spooky Halloween. Until next week, creepy room. <laughs>